This is episode 47 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent and I'm joined by Jason. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. 47 in a row. I know. I know. We're, we're, uh, we're making our way. Yeah. 47 in a row. That's, uh, the longest winning streak in college football history by the Oklahoma Sooners. Really? Just so you know. Okay. Okay. That's some random, random, that's completely fucking random, random sports trivia for you. If anyone would know that it would be you. Right. (laughs) <laughs> this week we have Cody Slane on the podcast. He is the vocalist for Blackwater Rebellion out of Tulsa and Scorned out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. And we get into all that. Both those bands talk about all that stuff here in a bit. But before we do that, we're going to play a song by Blackwater Rebellion right yeah. now. Yes, we are. And this song is called Rise and Fall. <laughs>
Rise and Fall from Blackwater Rebellion. Very cool. Very cool song. That's got a kick-ass guitar riff underlined throughout the whole thing. It's got that really, I really love the chorus. And his voice is great on this and the other songs. His voice kind of has a, it's real kind of dynamic where I think he could sing all different kind of styles of music. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've listened to the Reverb Nation. I've listened to some of their other stuff. And uh, Cody can do a lot with his voice, and this song's great. Um, you know, he uh, he he has some good vocal lines, some good melodies up against what's going on, you know, with the guitars and stuff. Uh, so uh, it's just a great song all the way around. Yeah, like that opening kind of bluesy rock thing. Oh yeah, and then it kicks into that that nice groovy riff, right in the balls. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to talk more about Blackwater Rebellion here in a second. But before we do that, we wanted to be just one of the plethora of people that are talking about ACDC in the past few days. Oh, yeah. Everyone's up in arms about it. Yeah. Everybody's got their opinion. Everybody's got their speculation. So, of course, that's what we're here to do as well. That's right. That's right. If if you have lived under a, a rock in the rock and roll world... Uh, just if you didn't know, uh, I guess ACDC have postponed their tour, uh, because Brian Johnson is facing, uh, hearing loss if he continues to play more shows. And so in, in that, that right there is just like, that's terrible. That sucks. You know, Hey, go get better. Do what you need to do to come back stronger and finish the tour and, and keep going. That's that's not really what was the shocker about all this. Right. The 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 the, the twist was they in the little uh, you know news bite or press release or whatever it was they talked about you know postponing the shows to later and getting a guest vocalist and I don't know that is just uh, I dude I don't. <laughs> where my talking stops because i don't fucking know right. you know right it's like yeah that's the first thing i, I was just reading it, the same thing like you said that sucks and then i saw that and my instant reaction was what the hell you know that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense it you makes know, no like, sense at it's, all it's like if he had died and we had some shows scheduled okay we'll do one and have a guest vocalist as a tribute something like that makes sense maybe yeah yeah but these guys have, there's been rumors for like a year that this was going to be their final tour. They've yes. never said it, but you know, yep. people just assume it. And so you're telling me your final shows are going to be with just some other dude? Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it cannot go out like that. If, if anyone in the ACDC camp is listening, which I'm pretty sure there's a 1,484 chance percent chance they're not listening. Hey, Dave Evans might be listening to this somewhere, and we're here to we're here to talk him up to get that spot back that he had 40 years ago. <laughs> yes, but just saying, do not do this. Do not do this. This might you might not get another chance with Brian Johnson. May what what if his medical issues run deeper? Then this might be it. Don't don't go out like this. Just don't do it. Just do not do it. But if you do do it, <laughs> I'm here. I've got a couple of ideas. Right now, again, I'm saying don't do this at all. Well, here's here's the other thing to point out. 
if they are doing this, which they said they were, I guess, um, are they saying everybody here get a refund and then we'll resell these tickets later? Or are they saying, hold on to your tickets and we're going to bring out some other dude? And then how many of these people are going to be pissed off? I have no idea. They well, bought a ticket for ACDC and now they're seeing ACDC with, you know, every whoever. Every goddamn one of them is going to be pissed off because yeah. the tickets ain't cheap anymore. Right. And I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I just, just don't do it. Do not do it. <laughs> but what I was going to say, if you do do it, to, in just my weird, I know they should never do this, but just in my weird, uh, you know, rock geek uh, brain, two names came up instantly that could do it. If, if, it unfortunately came to that. I had three names instantly, but go ahead. Okay. And then a fourth one came later. Oh, shit. Okay. Well. And none, oh. none of them were Dave Grohl, by the way. You know, <laughs> really? That was my number one. Well, actually, they, I was. I figured they should get him to, to do like a one-man band thing with the bass drum behind his back <laughs> and the cymbals between his knees holding the guitar with a microphone, and he could just do, he'd be ACDC from now on. <laughs> right. Okay, because that works, right? That yeah, makes sense. It does. Uh, what was it you said he was at the other day, the Syrian Teen Choice Awards? <laughs> right. I like that. Yeah. You know, anyways, you know, now that you said it, the spontaneity of conversation, now I have three names. Okay. And we'll see if we have any of the same ones. But the, my top three, Jesse James Dupree from Jackal obviously could do it. He's in that wheelhouse of vocal style. I think. <clears throat> Two, Mark Turn- Tornillo from Accept could oh, do wow. it in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, he could do it in a heartbeat. Uh, and three, that just when, I don't know, just came to me for some reason. I think when you said you had three or four, I got in your brain for a minute. There you go. Uh, Steve Whiteman from Kicks is probably... That crossed my mind, but that wasn't one of the names I was going to say, but he could easily do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyways... Go listen to Girl Money, and it's just this Steve oh, trying no to shit. be Bon Scott. Anyway, and, go and, <laughs> and anyways, again, I'm saying don't do this in any fucking opportunity or scenario, but just saying those are my picks. But don't do it. <laughs> Trent, go ahead. Do you think they should do it? I don't think they should okay. do it. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, it depends on when they say guest vocalist, do they want a guest vocalist that's like people are like, oh, wow, that would be cool because I know who that is. Or do they just want a new vocalist that can sing these songs and be awesome? I have no idea. Because if they just want a guy up on stage that's going to be badass as hell, there's only one person to do it. Who? Joel O'Keefe. Oh, fuck. No kidding. From Airborne. Yeah, he has everything that's needed. Yes. He has the, the voice... And he has as much energy as Angus Young, if not more. If not more. I cannot believe I didn't think about that. I mean, those guys are cut. And he's Australian. Yeah, they're cut from the ACDC cloth. Yes. And that's another thing, Airborne. People, if you don't know of Airborne, go out and buy all their shit now. It will blow your dicks in the dirt. And it's one of the best live bands you can see going. You know, obviously they're not as big as ACDC, but they are... Energetic, crazy, over the top, just balls out. They're basically, you know, a new version of ACDC now, you know. It's they don't a- sound exactly like them, but I'm just saying the same style of rock and attitude. Yeah, it's ACDC on meth. Right. <laughs> 
And then, of course, my other thought was Jesse James Dupree, like you said. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a an amazing front man. You know, he just like Brian Johnson, have the crowd going at all times. He's still got the vocal ability. He's got the vocal style. And he's a name that people know. You know? Yeah, definitely. And the third one, of course, I've got to interject this in everywhere I can, is Whitfield Crane. Oh, that's because, a good one, because that guy can do anything. Yeah, you ultimately hear him, and you don't think, well, that's not the style of ACDC vocals, mm -hmm. but he's done covers of a few Bon Scott songs. Mm -hmm. He sounds awesome doing it, and he's the type of guy that can adapt to anything. Like, yes, he, he was in Life of Agony, and he sounded exactly like Keith Keith Caputo at the time. Yeah, I mean, sounded exactly. We, we, were, we were at the back. We came in right when they hit the stage. We were at the back of the venue, and I thought, oh, fuck, is, is Caputo back? That's how amazing this guy can adapt and sound like anything he wants. That's a that's a good choice, Trent, Yeah. if they did it, but they're not going to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. And another one that I thought was cool that I saw someone else post, so this wasn't an original idea. Oh, okay. But I can't remember the guy's name, but the singer of Nazareth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I don't he, know his name either, but... He's got that same style, that. that same, you know, just rough kind of thing you know it's not yeah. exactly like brian johnson but hey you don't need to have a mimic up there I yeah mean, exactly you you, you want someone that could pull off both sides of the the coin you know the bon scott stuff too anyway oh for sure but like you said they're not gonna do it right? no they're not <laughs> gonna do it please don't do this do not do this at all do not tarnish the legacy just don't do this see the the thing was if this was 1990 six and ball breaker just came out and they were turning on that and this happened i could see it mm -hmm. you know you still got what all this time ahead of you yeah yeah you know definitely. here we are 20 years later well can you believe it's been 20 years since ball Breaker? Came i know out? that's crazy but 20 years later and they're winding down even if they're able to go several more years it's only going to be several more years yep yep don't 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 and you don't want to go f several more years just to just to do it with some random dude that's not exactly don't limp <laughs> into the finish line yeah just don't do it you're already down malcolm yes you know? you're already down phil rudd which well whatever they got who Chris gives Lee. a shit about that <laughs> and that that guy that guy did it to himself right but you know so you're down to basically the two guys that the mass people you know amount of people know yeah not everybody's a geek and knows malcolm young like they should yeah but Everybody knows Brian Johnson and Angus Young. Yes, yes. They so do. now the mass, you know, your mass audience is down to knowing one guy, you know, at least from the original band. I mean, yeah, yeah. Cliff Williams is there, but, you know, Joe, the Nickelback fan that also likes ACDC, doesn't know Cliff Williams, you know. Uh, <laughs> Joe, the Nickelback <laughs> fan, doesn't know a lot. But, <laughs> anyways, moving right along. All right. Well, moving right along into Blackwater Rebellion. Yes. We played this song a little while ago, and recently we had the chance to sit down and talk to Cody, and it's pretty cool. You know, we talked about all different kinds of stuff, the typical stuff like influences, you know, what his band's plans are, stuff he, you know, his past, all different kinds of stuff, you know, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, you know, I really, this guy, I think, is, he's in it for the right reasons, you know, that's the music, and that's to shake things up. And that's to, you know, piss people off, maybe. I mean, in, in talking to him in our interview, uh, we, we hung out and talked with him, 
you know, afterwards outside for a little bit. Hey, this guy is no bullshit and you know, he's doing it for, for the music. And, uh, that's, that's pretty refreshing. And, uh, you know, he, uh, he had a kind of a punk rock beginning. That's kind of where it came from. So, uh, it was really interesting conversation. Yeah, and he's still got that punk rock attitude, which is good. Yes, it's very good. <laughs> it's it's there needs to be more of that. Yeah, and something I forgot to mention right after we played the song "Rise and Fall." If you like that, you need to go to kmod.com, and that's right. They've got right at the top of the page. You click on the link there, and there's a tournament. I think it's sixteen sixteen band tournament to find out who's going to get to play at Rocklahoma. You know, there's a lot of area bands that play Rocklahoma, but this is for the the Hard Rock stage, which is one of the two big stages. Yes, and so it's a pretty pretty big deal. And Blackwater Rebellion's on there, so go on there, click on them, and vote for them. Vote for them, definitely vote for them. And while we're on that subject, good thing you brought that up. KMOD, if you're listening on this page where where we vote, have a link to the band. You know, make it to where you click on the band's picture that you've got up there already, and it takes them takes you to their Facebook or some of their music or something, uh, because that would just further their promotion and and kind of further this uh, process a little better. I think there should be links to the bands. That's a great point. That's just because that's, that's my gripe. So you know, obviously, not everybody's going to know all sixteen of those bands. Exactly. Either. And exactly. sometimes there might be two bands that are matched up against each other. You don't even know either one yep. of them. So you're just picking them based off of which one looks less douchey or yeah. which name sounds cooler or exactly. whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Links to the bands, KMOD, if you're out there. Yes, go do that. Like we said, vote for them. Vote for some other awesome bands around here. Fist of Rage comes to mind. Grind. Yes. Oh, but yeah, definitely. Get on Reverb Nation. You can find Blackwater Rebellion. You can find that song Rise and Fall as well as several other songs. You can find these guys on Facebook. Scorned is also on Facebook and Reverb Nation. I know the songs they have up on Reverb Nation aren't with Cody yet because he's only been in the band for a short period, but they've got stuff coming here in the future. So be on the lookout for that. But I think we've got this covered, and I think it's time to get into this interview. Yes, uh, start the music up. not do that <laughs> i told you about i mean you know about the last right. podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i never get a chance to hear it but he did it, i heard I it heard wasn't it. it wasn't bad you know no it was just there was too much drinking involved and uh i wasn't even the one that said anything well that's the thing it wasn't bad on you yeah. you know and and i heard it i was it was like it was like five in the morning i was driving to work and i was like oh Listen to everything Ryan was saying. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh my God. Ryan was tearing that apart, dude. And I could feel you're like, because you're like, oh, uh, I, yeah. You know, like, you could hear it over the airwaves. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, it was very awkward. I mean, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take this shot now, and hopefully we can move on. 
move on and ask something else. That'd be good. Let's talk about music. And yeah. man, he was going off, man. He was like just destroying Axis and destroying Sunshine. And wow. Yeah. I was like, exactly. Well, there goes my chances. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty tame, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've got my Mountain Dew. There's no fireball, and there's not a bunch of cases of beer sitting around. So. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've got we a beer. Got you want one, we got one. I'll just keep the shots out of it. Right. <laughs> but so, well, let's talk about scoring first, since that's the newest thing you got going. Like, how did that come about? Oh, man, scoring was awesome. Um, I saw a post on Facebook. One of my friends was asking me about it. She, uh, she tagged me in a post, and uh, they said they were looking for a vocalist. And that's all I had to do, man. I messaged the guy, and I said, hey, how's it going? You know, I'd like to come out and try for you guys. And he says, well, he goes, aren't you the singer of Blackwater Rebellion? And I said, yeah. And he goes, holy crap, you guys are awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, we'd love to have you. He's like, come on. And so I went down there, tried out for him once. And he's like, you got it. He's like, awesome. come back and do whatever you want. He's like, you can write all the songs you want. He's like, just come on back, man. We need you. <laughs> wow. So I've been doing that a couple weeks. And is that... They're based out of Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. So how is that? Well, I mean, I guess you've only been doing a few weeks, but Juggling is that, that. kind of tough doing that? Uh, two bands right now. Yeah. It's not really that hard. I mean, driving back before, you know, forth, because I live in Tahlequah, so I'm driving between uh, Fayetteville and Tahlequah and back to Tulsa oh, okay. and back and forth, and it's easy. I mean, yeah. two different sounds, two different bands, mm-hmm. and I'm right, I'm like, I have two different styles of writing for each band because one of them like scorned is a little bit uh heavier than blackwater and it's it's fun but blackwater is more technical than scorned is so i'm like having to use both parts of my brain (laughs) (laughs) right on and uh they have do they have two drummers they have two drummers yeah um one of them he uh he plays in this other band called amsterdam and he's you know they're always playing they're they're all over the place and uh our other guy he's just solely drumming for us and uh so it makes sense i mean it, i i've never been in a band with two drummers yeah so it's like the first time i went i was like okay all right this is this is interesting so we have excess members at the practice like cool <laughs> and then they practice without me a day of the week while i'm over here practicing with blackwater yeah. was well, it a rotating thing on drummers or they're playing at the same time uh That's no the... they rotate oh okay that's wow. what i yeah. I was wondering. I didn't know if it was both guys in the band. Oh, playing. man. If we had okay. two drummers going at the same time, <laughs> I would just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, you know, That's some bands have that every now and then. I, I, I know. know. It's weird. All like a Godsmack thing. Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, no kidding. no kidding. Didn't we see Neurosis do that or something? I don't know. 15, 20 years ago? No. <laughs> God, that's a long time ago. <laughs> don't get me going on that. Jeez. <laughs> but so, like, what... I mean, I listened to a few of the Scorn songs that I found on Reverb after I saw that you joined the band, and I noticed at least a couple of them, the vocal style was a lot different than yours, so oh, yeah. is it kind of changing their sound, you think, with you in it? Or It's, yeah, it, a, a little bit. We're doing some of those old songs that they've already recorded, and they've already had out, because a lot of people are familiar with it, you know, and they had a lot of requests. As soon as I joined the band, as soon as they anoint, announced it, they were like, dude, just uh, let's keep this this and this song the same as it is it's okay so i'm i'm having to match some of the pitches that he has because he has a higher voice than i do 
And so just trying to keep up with that higher octave, like it's, it's, it's a challenge, <laughs> but I like it. I enjoy challenges, man. It's good for music. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps you on your toes, keeps it fresh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do they, so they have a pretty good following. I saw they've been around like a while, like 15 years or something close to uh, that. Not, well, not, not exactly 15 years. The or, band itself has been around for about five years or so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but all the members have been, you know, they've all had their own bands beforehand. And, or maybe that's what I would say. Yeah, just just veterans, you know, just like Blackwater, just doing their thing and right. and hoping something that will catch on, you know. And <laughs> and they they uh, they told me they're like, have you you ever played uh, uh, Whiskey a Go Go? No, have you? <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so are we gonna do this or what? And they're like. Yeah, you want to? I was like, oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> I was excited about that. I was like, okay, yeah, I would, I would, I would love to play that place. Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, Every, everybody who's everybody's play there. <laughs> I, I'm nobody yet, but I would love to be somebody. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, if you end up playing there, you're somebody. A nobody played that stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they don't brag about that too much. <laughs> But I saw also one of the guys that tagged you in a post where they had been invited to London before. Yeah. Yeah. For Camden. Fucking Camden, man. Uh Camden Underground. And that's that's a huge thing. And every artist who's, you know, like struggling to play the Underground Fests or even like the major fests, you know, like Rock Loma and stuff like that. That's huge. And the fact that we got invited, we got the invite to perform... And we didn't get the invite for their battle of the bands or whatever. So they completely skipped all that stuff and just said, Hey, you guys, you guys want to come play? And then, uh, Jay, he sent me a message yesterday and he was like, Hey, check this, this out. And I was like, cool. And he's like, I'm going to call you, man. I was like, okay. And he's like, so you ever played London? (laughs) No. (laughs) Have you? No, but I'd like to. Can the other guys make it? I guess. All right. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. Got to get my passport. Right. <laughs> wow. Is that just something that I guess you got to work out the funds to get everybody over there probably? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of that involved, but yeah. I always somehow tend to make stuff happen. Yeah. You know, but it's just trying to keep what what I'm really primarily trying to do with both of the bands is I want them to both be able to function independently without you know, conflicting schedules or stuff like that. You know, it's like, because one band might have a show, say, like in Oklahoma City, the other band might have a show in Memphis. What am I going to do is I'm not going to schedule the same damn day. Right. Let's get that out of the way real quick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, is Blackwater kind of on hiatus outside of, I mean, practicing? Because I know I haven't I mean, seen you guys doing many gigs like we Yeah, we haven't been here. gigging. Um it was kind of, it's been kind of hard because um, we lost a member. Um, Mike walked, but, you know, I mean, Mike has his own agenda, and it's okay. I mean, none of us are mad at him. You know, he just had to do what he had to do. And we said, all right, cool, man, you know, do it. And uh, and he's got a new band coming out and everything, so I'm kind, of, I'm kind of excited to see what he's doing with that. But as far as Blackwater goes, we're just riding, you know, trying out, trying to find a a good basis who's going to fit who's going to fit that genre and that sound because we have to have that deep dark tone because if 
if it doesn't match then and not to mention the stage performance you know they have to have that energy about them and uh, if we don't have that then i don't know I, I couldn't imagine going on stage without somebody as equally talented as mike is you know because he's just a hell of a basis yeah well, uh, I mean, how, how's it coming along? Are you finding anybody? Are you getting close, you think? or Closer. Okay. Closer. Okay. <laughs> you know, we had a couple guys come out and, and try out, and, you know, like, they were good, but they just, you know, it wasn't, they were, they didn't fit the Blackwater type that I'm mm-hmm. looking for, that we're all looking for, actually, you know, because, I mean, you know, they have the mentality, and I, I appreciate that, but, like, and, and it's nothing to say about their musicianship because they're really good, but it just didn't fit. Yeah, yeah, didn't it's, it's got to fit, you know. Yeah, even if they're good, it still has to work with you and the other oh, guys yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the most important part. If we get that out of the way, find a good basis, then we're right back out there. Yeah, you know. You guys working on recording stuff too? We haven't been in the studio for a minute because we're working on this all this new stuff, and we have a crap load of new songs. Like it's fun. Like the the newer songs, I think when people hear the newer songs, they're going to. The, at first, they might kind of cock their heads a little sideways because some of the songs aren't what you would consider a Blackwater sounding type of song because we're we've been moving in a like a more of a rock direction than than getting heavier and heavier, you know, like some metal bands will just get heavier and heavier and heavier. And then you're like, what the hell are they saying? We can't, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Like we're not napalm death or anything. And, uh, and we all have a lot of rock backgrounds. So that's what we've been focusing on, you know, really just kind of taking it back a little bit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, like, uh, when you write personally, I know you said, well, you mentioned that earlier, kind of juggling the two since it's different styles. Like in the last few weeks, have you noticed when you write something like it's, do you write it specifically for that band or you just write something and how it comes out? If that makes sense. It, what, you know, it does make sense. As far as Blackwater goes, I usually write, we usually write the songs there, like then and there. Like somebody, you know, like Crash will come up with a riff and he'll throw it out and uh you know we'll jam on it for a few minutes and bam you know and we'll write a new song like our last practice we wrote three new ones and it was just that easy you know he comes up with a with a riff and and, uh you know daryl's just kicking ass on the drums and then it's my part and and as far as um as far as scorned goes the writing process is pretty cool because they already have like three albums worth of songs. Yeah. You know, those guys have been at it for a minute and all I have to do is write some lyrics and I send it to Jay and I'm like, what do you think about this? And he's like, good or meh. <laughs> Cause believe me, I have plenty of meh. You know, Cause I'm writing acoustic stuff uh, in the meantime between both the bands. And sometimes I'll like, if I come up with some lyrics that'll, work better with one of the bands that's what i'll do and i'll i'll just abandon the acoustic idea yeah well that was one of the things that we we're going to ask about is the acoustic stuff you've been doing mm-hmm. and uh like yeah it's just you and the guitar right yep i bet that's pretty 
stripped down and pretty uh it's really nerve wracking maybe oh no it's not nerve wracking oh that's cool then i love it that's my natural you know that's i started doing the acoustic stuff before i ever Uh, had any real bands to speak of and uh, so i was always comfortable with doing the acoustic thing and uh and now it's I, I I still get to do it, but it's not. I'm not doing it as often as I would like to be doing it. You know, because being in two bands and driving back and forth, it's like where do I find the time to do anything acoustic or to book any acoustic shows? But if I will, you know, if I find it, I'll book it. Yeah, definitely. And I'll play it. <laughs> <laughs> so are these ones you've done recently? Is this the first that you've done that in a live setting? I mean, or at a club or something? Um. Yeah. The last show I played, I played at Nitro. I played about, I guess it was close to uh, two and a half, maybe three weeks ago or something like that. It was a really, really fun show, but I played almost all new ones, and I only played two or three one, two or three songs that have already been heard before that were already like on the radio or whatever, and people liked them, and then when I got to the new stuff, then I saw a totally different reaction, because people were like, I haven't heard this. <laughs> let's, let's see what it's about. And then... At that moment, if I got a bad reaction, which I, I, I've never really gotten a bad reaction, but when it got kind of quiet, I was like, well, here's a Tool song. <laughs> <laughs> Pull everybody back in, drag yeah. them back in, yeah. <laughs> when so, in doubt. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so is most of the stuff you're playing, that, like, like you said, the covers, are they stuff that's already laid back, or are you doing heavier stuff stripped down? Heavier, like, like like I did H, you know, oh, okay. and I did that acoustic, and uh, and it, it really works out pretty well because the reactions some of these people have are like just yeah. you know mind blowing. Like looking at them, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm doing this. <laughs> I don't mean to be cocky, but yeah, I'm doing this. That's what I like to do. I like to take the songs that nobody wants to cover. Like I do that when I do uh, the end of the world as we know it by REM. You know, wow, that's, that's just one of those rapid fire type of songs. And believe me, I've screwed it up once or twice live before. That's you screw that song up, and it's like, well, here's here's my other new original song. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. I love it. I'd play an acoustic show any day. Yeah. Have you considered recording um, acoustic stuff? I I don't Is know. Is it more just a thing that to do live? It's more of a live thing, but eventually I'll record. I'll I'll actually go in and record an actual acoustic album. Um, you know, I've been trying to talk to Crash about doing an acoustic Blackwater show, and it just hasn't happened yet, yet. Yeah. But it might. Yeah. Like I might get him around to yeah. it. Yeah, keep working on it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, be a cool thing with a full band. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. I would love to do it. I mean, there's no promises, but. Maybe one of these days. Yeah. Maybe maybe something will come out of that. I'd be closer to probably getting a scorned acoustic set right now. Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just because because yeah. everybody knows everybody who knows Blackwater knows that you know we're kind of loud. Yeah. And heavy, and uh, we like to keep it moving the whole time. It's like, gosh, when I step on the stage with those guys, it's like, just go 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 go. There's no stop. <laughs> the only time we stop is at the end of the set. <laughs> yeah. By that yeah. time, you know, it's like, oh, I've been there, done that, you know. Oof. Yeah. Covered in sweat. <laughs> Reeking of booze. No, not usually. Sometimes. 
Oh, yeah, a shot or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, fortunately, I'm not a big drinker, so. <laughs> Have you got any in this past month about doing any joint shows, or is that something you might think about later down the line? Like the two bands on the same. I would, I would, lo- I would love to do that. I don't, I don't know if that's a possibility right now. You know, maybe sometime, maybe yeah. sometime down, like you said, down the line. But right now, I don't, I don't know if that's a possibility. I mean, it's not because we wouldn't work well together. It's just because, I mean, doing one, you know, like fronting two bands. So it's like, it's like, yeah, here's Scorned fronted by me. And wait, we got Blackwater Rebellion fronted by me. It's like, <laughs> what happened? This is the Cody Slane show now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that might not be too bad, though. <laughs> uh, you know, some bands can pull it off. I don't know if I, don't know if I can, but yeah. I know some, some bands can. I've seen it done before. But then again, I'm usually that guy making fun of that guy. <laughs> like, yes. I just saw you, man. You just did 45 minutes. What are you doing? That's awesome. This is another set. <laughs> well, plus, if they're a little bit different stylistically, it's like you've really got to focus in on that instead of just putting everything into one basket and oh, yeah. putting forth the best you can, you know? Oh, yeah. So. But, I mean, it's fun. You know, like both both bands are really fun and they're, they're both high energy and uh, I'm just gonna. I mean, I can see myself staying in shape, being in both the bands, you know, just jumping around and <laughs> acting like an idiot while I'm on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but what else are you gonna do? You know, you're front man, yeah, right? entertain. Yeah, what you're supposed exactly. To do. I mean, I, re- I read the uh, the article that you guys wrote, and I was just like, all right, okay, that's cool, very entertaining, okay. <laughs> Right on, right on. (laughs) Well, you mentioned forgetting or messing up a little on the end of the world as we know it. Have you ever, like, forgotten lyrics or anything, like, in the moment? Oh, you mean as far as the original stuff? Just, yeah, your stuff or anything like that, or even covers, (sighs) you know? Well, maybe a time or two on some acoustic songs, but as far as, like, Blackwater, I've... I've never, never forgotten anything. I screwed up one time, and uh, if if the guys hadn't caught it, it would have been really, really bad, because uh, I skipped an entire line and went straight to a chorus, and this was at Rocklahoma. Oh no! <laughs> but thankfully, the guys were paying attention, you know, because yeah. <laughs> uh, it was on uh, one of our songs, "Rise and Fall," you know, and it's got a, one of those big powerful choruses and stuff and uh and i was so into it man like i'm jumping off the stage i'm like talking to people you know shaking hands and everything while i'm performing yeah 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 and then oh shit <laughs> the next thing i knew is I'm, I'm, I'm into the chorus and i turn back around and the guys are like going right along with it i'm like oh, <laughs> thank god yeah they kind of pick you up from it oh yeah, yeah they cool. they have they've covered me before you know, and uh, the only other time anything like that happened was I was, uh, we were performing at Downtown Lounge and I got electrocuted. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. We, ha- we have that light box, you know, and. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, right. and we have some, and there's still pedals for the light switch. And I had a beer on stage and it's, you know, hot, you know, where I'm already sweaty and everything. And I'm just like head banging and going crazy, and I accidentally kicked the 
fear over on the light box and I wasn't thinking about it. And I'm like in the moment and I get that mic up close to my lip and then I smack the the box and I hit that metal and it just zapped the show oh, man. <laughs> right there. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Like everybody was just kind of like looking at me like, ooh, <laughs> like, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Did the I'm rest just, of the band catch it, or were they like... Oh, they just kept playing. playing. <laughs> <laughs> like you're on your own, man. That's what you do, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they knew that I, I got it, because I was like... Yeah. <laughs> One of the singers from the other band, he was just standing there going... I was like, don't worry, don't worry, I'm okay. And then afterwards, he's like, you you finished that entire set. You got electrocuted and all, good job. <laughs> Try it, <It's> a warrior. <laughs> yeah. That's one for the resume, yeah. yeah. Get electrocuted and keep going. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like, you know, I've never done a, a major injury like Dave Grohl, you know, yeah, right? no fall off the stage, break your leg, and then know. continue to do the show. Right. Wow. That yeah. guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he had a, he had a medic like holding his leg in place yeah. Yeah. while he finished the show. <laughs> Just so happened to be a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. What the luck. <laughs> Anyone get that electrocution on video? I don't think so. No. I hope not. <laughs> right. well, if I'm they sure did, they, they could send it to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blackwater gets lit up. So, so would you uh, would you consider, like, have you ever had, like, the worst gig or what would be your best gig? Was that one of the worst? Oh, gosh. That <laughs> night that night was pretty rough to begin with. Yeah. I mean, like, it, I, I, I mean, I'm not going to name any of the names but the first band got in a fist fight on the stage and they got kicked out you know, they got banned Damn. second band came up and they're just destroying it man and i was like oh these guys are awesome they were banned from like dallas or something like that just going at it and then their drummer just throws up on stage and just and it reeks. It reeks so bad. Yes. Like it ran half of the crowd off. <laughs> wow. We had to open up like the side stage door, and and like we're like, no, we're not cleaning that up. Like, <laughs> dude's got to clean that up, man. Yeah. So yeah. Drummers up there, like you know, scrubbing shit off the stage and everything. It was like, oh my god, this is great. <laughs> and so then we get up on stage, and it was just. Oh, God, I felt so bad for Daryl because he's sitting right back there where the main smell right. was. The scene of the crime. Yeah, and he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> and I'm playing and everything. And like, so I, I'm just getting down at it. And then I took a big breath and I was like, oh, my God, like just trying not to throw up through the whole set. And, and we got that done. And I was like, okay, we're done here. I got electrocuted. Like, we're tr I'm trying not to throw up. Moving on, and wow. then uh, and then Gulch played after us, and it like flawless performance. Like <laughs> they just they ruled that night. I was like, well, at least somebody had a good set tonight. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had a memorable set. Oh yeah, we'll forget that. Yeah, that. Uh, there was this other time we went up to play in uh, Kansas City, and we got up there, and and uh, the stage it was an outdoor stage set up in a bar, and the power situation was not great like the first band went up and they're playing and i was like oh these guys aren't bad and then the power cut oh, i was like wow. oh boy oh boy and so they got it re you know re going and everything else and we were uh one of the last bands to play and we were one song into it we had to restart that song three times because the power kept going off and then after that i was just like nope next song like moving on 
Well, as far as, as the good shows go, I consider every show that we draw new fans to, I consider that a good show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it wasn't the best performance on anybody's part, as long as we got that one or two, you know, new people coming in. And, I mean, I like it because it, every time they bring somebody with them. Yeah. And we haven't played a show in, I don't know, since, um, I guess it was August. Wow. Yeah. I guess that was our last show that we played, but even then, it was just, it was great. It was, uh, like one of those moments, and you look at the crowd, and you're like, all right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think your, do you have one that you could just say is your favorite that you've played, outside of being the best? I mean, just oh, man. memorable as far as. Oh, man, either, well, my very first show with Blackwater was great, because we played with, uh, Machine in the Mountain, and uh, and King Shifter, and it was just yeah. I was so intimidated, man, because it was my first show with Blackwater, my first time fronting a band that heavy, and Machine in the Mountain just destroys the the intro set, and I'm going, yeah. oh my god, and I already knew King Shifter, and I already knew how good they were, and then I'm like, man, why are and we're right in the middle? <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> we got up there and somehow I, I managed to nail it and and then uh, you know after that it was like you know King Shifter went up and destroyed it and everything else and it was a great great night so that was one of my most favorite memories of playing with Blackwater that and obviously Rocklahoma everybody yeah. loves playing there yeah, yeah definitely you know you're in, in front of like a few thousand people it's like energy yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly Sorry, I had something in my head. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he always does this. I forget some shit. It's fine. It. Get lost in the moment. <laughs> no, but I, I wrote down this quote because I saw you post this on Facebook a couple weeks ago. I thought it was cool. Where you, you had asked your musician friends if they've ever written anything that you thought you couldn't top. Mm-hmm. And if you, what did you say? If so, did you feel as though you eventually did top it or if you cradled it as a creative jewel? So what's your your answer to that? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> this and I I, didn't, I haven't laid it down. I haven't put any music to it. It was just a you know like I I got an, an idea in my head and I wrote this song, and it so far it's stayed right there. You know it's in my phone. That's that's as far as it's gone. But lyrically, when I look at it, I'm like. I don't know if I can ever ever actually perform this because it's like so long, but it's so good. And if I screw it up, then I'm not gonna forgive myself. But I've written several songs since then. And Is it because it's so personal? Yeah, to you? yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's one of those songs where it's yeah. it's almost like a like when you listen to a, a good Eminem song and you're like, damn, like that guy's good. Yeah, it's I'm one like, of those yeah, feelings. Yeah, remember? Well, like you mentioned it, if you forget something, like how does that guy remember all that stuff? Oh, I know. <laughs> Every night, that I can't. Uh, I can't begin to. I can't begin to do that. No. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Oh no, no. This, I mean, yeah. I think I've written since since that that night when I wrote that. I think I've written some pretty pretty good songs after that. And I mean, they're not as as deep as that song. But then again, it's it's okay. You know, just keep going, keep creating. And I hope that when somebody else thinks that they have topped what they do, I hope that they keep going because, you know, that's probably not the best you can do. It's probably the best that you've done at that moment. Mm-hmm. 
and you look at it and, and when you compare all your other songs you're like oh <laughs> you know? like i want to put this down just so i can carry one copy with me at all <laughs> times <laughs> like i did this <laughs> yeah yeah for sure get it pressed <laughs> here's my 45 <laughs> what did you do uh, musically before blackwire oh man uh i started out um well i started out acoustic originally uh, i played acoustic solo shows for years and i started a uh, a rock band which was basically just an alternative rock band and we were called sunshine black and that was that's how i got introduced into Tulsa and I came here and played a few shows and played the Canes and stuff like that and that that band obviously didn't work out <laughs> there were some there was some turmoil <laughs> I'll just say it like that there was some turmoil in the band and uh and so after that I just went back to solo stuff you know and got a couple uh, acoustic songs on the edge and got a homegrown show and I kept going with that and that was pretty fun and then I ended up joining Madewell I don't know if you guys yeah we, yeah, yeah we met that guy Nate, Nate yeah. yeah Nate's yeah. cool yeah he's a good guy but I joined those guys and I played lead for them and it was really fun just being in a punk rock band I was, <laughs> I was like man this is great I don't have to sing like, all I have to do is shred and yeah. jump around on the stage it's <laughs> awesome <laughs> it was really fun. We played some really fun gigs, and uh, and then after that, man, like when I joined the Triple Seven, they're not around anymore as a band. But you know, they're they were a good band. I missed them. I wish you know. Mm -hmm. And this this is exactly um, this, this this section of the question of the interview is exactly what happened during the last <laughs> during the last interview, but. <laughs> You know, they're a good band, and I joined them, I played with them for a little while. I played bass for them, actually. And then after that, I went back to solo, and then Blackwater said, hey, we need a singer, and that was it. Went out there, and I I, uh, I auditioned for them once. They're like, well, you can come back next week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then since then, it's like, all right, cool, let's do it. Yeah. You know? Well, so you fronted a band, you played bass and guitar, you played drums in a band? No, I can't. I can't play drums to save my life. I wish I could. Well, well is like in, in Blackwater or Scorn or whichever, is, is there any time where you want to play the guitars while you're singing or do you just sing? Well, I mean, like we've we've toyed around with it in Blackwater mm -hmm. and I mean the the timing and the structure of, the, of, of Crash's riffs are kind of hard to sing and play at the same I time see. so i'm yeah. like clink 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 yeah you know, <laughs> yeah hitting flat notes and stuff so it's, it's better if i just sing you know just sing you know uh maybe maybe one of these days you'll see me with a guitar in my hand with black water or even scorned but right. for now i'm just singing gotcha you, know, you don't need to complicate things anymore than they already are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. right on well, going way back who's Who's the first singer or something that made you want to? Made you want to sing? Oh, that was easy. That was Nirvana. Really? Like, yeah, hell yeah. Like when I first heard Nirvana was probably. I mean, it was in the later '90s. But when I heard them, I was like, oh crap, <laughs> you know, because before I, I I really got into them, I was I was really into REM, 
and I really loved them and I knew that I wanted to play music but I didn't know you know I didn't have that drive and then I uh, I got into Pearl Jam and my first album I had by them was was 10 and I really liked that album and then I got live from the Money Banks of the Wish Cause. So I guess that was about 96 when they released yeah. that. Oh, that was it. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I listened to them for about a year and a half. And then I started writing. And uh, and I told my dad, I was like, that's it. I was like, I want a guitar. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that. I want to get a guitar. And I want to sing. And I want to play. And I want to perform. And he, he laughed. One? Oh, yeah, he got me one. But he laughed. He was like... <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> like like everything else that you've ever wanted to do and didn't stay committed to. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, but I did. And then, uh, yeah, so then he uh, he got me a Strat. And that was it, man. Like, ever since then, it was like, yeah, Nirvana was my biggest influence. And, like, Alice in Chains. You know, a lot of that 90s stuff was just right. perfect for me. And the Beatles, like, I love Beatles. One of my huge influences uh, you might not be able to hear it in my music, but I love those guys. <laughs> Slipknot, of course. Uh, but I'm not Are even you gonna... a fan of Scott Weiland? Because I, I kind of hear that in I your voice. I was really a huge fan of Scott Weiland. Like, I was supposed to open up for him uh, the month he died. Wow. So that was that was pretty sad. Yeah, he was... Uh, at the Diamond? No, at the Diamond. He was playing a show in, in Fayetteville. Oh, okay. Um, but that didn't... I mean, right before the show happened, the show got pulled, and then, you know, obviously he passed away. That was really sad. When that happened, I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a sad, sad time, man. Like, I was like, no, no, I'm not doing this today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's one of those guys that was too good at everything, to singing and performing on stage. Oh was like the ultimate package, you know? I yeah. never got to see STP, um, but I got to see Velvet Revolver. Okay. And that was awesome. Yeah. Like, his performance, like the whole band was really on point. But Scott Wyland's performance, like, I was just mod like I'm like Slash and Duff Mahagan are standing right there on both sides of you, but you know what? Like <laughs> I'm looking at Scott Wyland <laughs> <laughs> the whole time he's just like, you know, doing his little dance and yeah. swaying and stuff and uh, it was crazy. It was well, really good. Yeah, and that's and that's the mark of no matter what he had going on, personally or whatever. That's how you know he was a great front man. Mm-hmm. All those guys and you were watching him. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like slash this legend is yeah, standing exactly right over yeah. to the other side <clears throat> of you, and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except for the solos. You yeah, know, yeah obviously, <laughs> like hmm. <laughs> what do you got going here? Slash solo. All right, cool. <laughs> then all of a sudden a shoe comes flying from across oh, and like man. smacks Slash and what? everything. <laughs> then Scott stopped the song. <laughs> he's he's sitting there talking to the audience. He's like, we've been through lawsuits before, but he's like, I'll tell you what, whoever whoever brings the person who threw me that shoe, we'll get you some backstage passes and you can hang out with us. <laughs> I was like, that man is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And everybody's like, where is it? Where's the person who threw it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. for sure. Well, I know, like you mentioned, Slipknot, REM, stuff that's wide spectrum. I know you, I've seen that you like Hate Breed and mm-hmm. Blind Melon, mm-hmm. which I thought's really cool because that's kind of how we are, you know, just kind of all over the place. So it's like, what's, uh, is there any stuff really outside the box that you dig? 
Um, Outside of the rock world? Like, if it's good music, I'll listen to it, yeah. Um, there was, like, I, I just heard this song the other day. I posted it on my Facebook, actually, but it was, uh, it was called Brain House. I don't know if you've heard it. It's, an, it's a, a country song, but I think her name's Cam, I'm pretty sure. But I listened to it, and I was just like, this is a great song. You know, if it's if it's good, it's well written and it's well delivered. That is what I think. That's what I look for in music. Like I don't mm -hmm. care because I listen. Uh, you know, like I grew up in the '90s, so I listen to all sorts of different stuff, like Tupac. You know, like most people wouldn't assume that I even listen to stuff like that. But yeah, right. like Tupac and like you know Muddy Waters and and the older. Like, all that older stuff, like, oh, gosh, it's so good. <laughs> and they just don't make it like that anymore, you know, because everything's yeah, so know. compressed. Yeah. You know, hardly anybody does analog recording, and that's what it's missing. Like, yeah. you go, people, like, they just, you know, compress, 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 and then you have this big wad of meaningless shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like that, um, the, the breath, the air is, like, gone mm -hmm. from it. I mean, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah, you know? totally. And, uh, yeah, you just don't get that anymore, for sure. I agree. <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I love a lot of country. Not not a lot of new stuff, but oh, yeah. country. Uh, and most of the new stuff's garbage. Right. Yeah. And I like some rap, and I like, of course, metal. So it's, if it's good, it's good, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love punk rock, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Dead Kennedys. And yeah. That's the last one. That's my favorite punk rock band ever. Really? And, you know, Fear and stuff like that. You know? We yeah. saw Fear Live. Yeah, right. Oh, it, was Don't it was insane, dude. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it was great. Guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just teasing me. Like, oh, man, you should have been there. It was marvelous. <laughs> one of the best punk shows I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, yep. <sighs> Keep talking. It's <laughs> awesome. What do you think of? Tulsa's music scene for the most part I really love it you know the bands are really creative and that's what I really like about it because nobody really has um, not very many bands have anybody pulling the strings for them you know and the bands that do have that well fuck those guys <laughs> but yeah. uh, as far as as the quality of the music amazing so many good bands out there oh my god I mean I can't even begin to name all the bands that I like here, but you mostly it's just because I don't want to get anybody going. He likes us and not you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to forget someone. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> there's too many damn good bands. I can't yeah. I can't even start to list them because then somebody's gonna be like, hey, you yeah. didn't mention us. Yeah, exactly. Like, Sorry, man. Like I was in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to name names, but it's good to like talk about the scene on the whole. The general. scene is is vibrant yeah. and, and I mean there's a lot of things that need improvement I think everybody who steps out on the stage here knows that you know like and it's not just it's not it's not like it's not just the venues because the venues are the places that are giving us places you know they're they're opening their doors and saying okay well here's the stage entertain it's looking at at you know we have Facebook and we're surrounded by media all the time, mm -hmm. digital media all the time, 24-7. So why would you go see a live show when somebody's going to record it and post it? Yeah. You know, watch that. No, that's that's being lazy. You know, like if we can figure out 
if Tulsa bands specifically right now can figure out a way to get a bigger turnout, that would be awesome. But the question is how? How do you how do you monetize that in a way that it's going to be able to bring more people through the doors, you know, without having major bands on the label, you right. know, on, on whatever gig you're playing. I mean, I've seen it done before because the Edge used to do those local homegrown shows mm-hmm. at the Canes, right. and they were they were packed, you know. And not I, I think some of it had to do with the fact that there was so much radio promotion, but also the fact that it was only five bucks, you know, five bucks, and you can see all these great bands at this legendary venue. Yeah. So why not? Why can't we get more of that? Yeah, it'd be good to have that back again. Yeah, it'd be really good to have that back. It's like, you know, like local radio support is really, really important to bands. Mm-hmm. And when when you're not getting it as much as you used to be able to get it, it, it that's a problem, you know. And and most of the, I mean, it's like, well, I'm trying to not be really direct, you know. It's like it's a fine line when you want to tell people what the problem is and the problem is there's not enough exposure <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. know i mean and you have to do more than just post a flyer on facebook yeah like here it was on my page why weren't you at my show yeah. <laughs> yeah. because i didn't see it on your page you know why because i, I i'm not i'm not huge into your page <laughs> <laughs> and and people click they're going and they never oh you know. yeah that's and i mean too. you know i'm guilty of that too I, I admit you know i think i think probably a lot of people are i did it last night yeah i don't feel bad now. i, I wanted to go to the agent orange show and i couldn't because i got a massive headache so yeah. i was just like i'm gonna go to the agent orange show and then i'm like nope nope no i'm yeah. not yeah nope. <laughs> been there yeah laid out with a migraine going man i'm missing a good show right now <laughs> Gee, I wonder how many people noticed I was going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. We had we had grind on a few weeks ago. Nice. And CJ mentioned kind of that same thing where he said if a lot of bands could work together to just play like those six, eight bands on the show mm-hmm. once every like month and a half or something, it might help bring more people yeah. out. But it probably goes back to what you're saying. How does that really get promoted if the radio is not the one putting it on? You know? That's true, too. <laughs> I mean, you know, the old, it's just like doing the, the DIY style. You know, yeah. go out and print some flyers and post them all around town, hand them yeah, out. Hand them out. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, I don't think enough bands do that, you know. Yeah. Now, like they used to, they rely, like you said, on Facebook when they should be out at someone else's show saying, here, come to my show. Another problem with with what's going on in the scene is, I mean, you know, people call it a scene and everything, and there's a lot of good bands, don't get me wrong, and I'm not trying to, to, to downplay it, but, like, for a scene to work, everybody needs to work together. And the problem with... with Oklahoma in general is everybody's so competitive because everybody wants to get up and get that next big show. Mm-hmm. I I don't really care about that next big show. Like yeah. if somebody throws us on that next big show, it's because we earned it. Yeah, you know, it's because we played our asses off until they said, you know what, you guys are good. Here's this show, and it's not because we're you know like kissing somebody's ass and we're not doing pay to play. You know, everybody's doing pay to play right now, and that's a huge problem. That's why we're not getting people through the door because, you know, here, buy this $15 ticket because you want to come see us. It's like, no, like, I'll buy a $15 ticket if there's a good band, like a really, really good band that I know. But for the most part, 
Most people aren't interested in that, man. And everybody's yeah. arguing about that spot. And everybody's fighting and backstabbing. There's a lot of backstabbing. A lot wow. of backstabbing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and uh, and it just sucks. Like, there's a lot of bands who get stuff. And uh, I'm like, I'm looking at them going, why? Why? Like, why? I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing it. I'm missing something here. Why is this band so special? Um but that's just the way it is. Tulsa, you know, it's it's too small. Tulsa is a too small of a town, and there's too many bands, and it's like oversaturation in a way. But at the same time, there's no such thing as too many good bands. Right. And you know, it's a huge debacle. Like, what are you going to do about it? Well, you got to take out the drama. How are you <laughs> going to take out the drama? Well, good question. Because if I knew, good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's probably definitely. You know that, and you know you can't. You can't let certain certain people pull all the strings, you know, because when that happens, guess what? There's a lot of good bands getting screwed. Yeah. You know, been there. I've been a victim of that. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Because that's small town drama? Yeah. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you just want to roll your eyes and pull your hair out. Yeah. It's like, oh. <laughs> The other thing I've noticed, like, like, just this coming month in March, there's a bunch of bands I like playing, but they're all playing the same night. You know, it's like that's yeah. another issue of getting mm-hmm. people out, and you're dividing the audience. You know, when you there's three, you know, rock or metal bands playing across town the same night. Mm-hmm. That's a hard one too. Yeah, because a lot of the people follow a lot of those same fans follow different bands, right? And then it, you know they're divided up. It's like, well, do I want to go see this show or this show or this show? It's really hard. It's, I mean, you know, I guess it's just it just boils down to which band you like the best. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of that's a that's another problem. It's like really like why are we still playing this game? <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. You know, I don't think very many people in the scene want to play this game anymore. Yeah. We just we just want to play music. <laughs> we want to play the shows and entertain people and draw more people out. Like let's give the bar some. Some people coming in and drinking their beer. You know, that's how the bar makes money. Like, come on, help us help the scene. <laughs> yeah. And But, you know, once again, it's like, oh, well, I'm not going to go see that band because they said this about this person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there it goes again. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I'm guilty. You know, people know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I do like about you is you... We always know how you feel about something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows how I feel. Yeah, I like what you said about the Maiden show, about the guy griping about Run of the Hills. Oh, yeah. That was uh, ridiculous. Like, what you said was perfect. It's like, dude, they're coming to Tulsa. Shut up. Yeah. One in nine U.S. stops. Yeah. Like, knock it off. Who cares? <laughs> oh, they're not playing Run to the Hills. Ooh. Yeah. I don't care. They're playing Power Slave. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, think about it. Like, when's the last time you saw that in concert? Never. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. People bitch too much. You know, they yeah. they complain way too much about small things that shouldn't even matter. That's right. Yeah, and you gotta look at it and think, man, like if if I complained about every little small thing that I was upset about, I would never play here again. Like, yeah. Everybody'd be like, no, like blacklist him yeah. again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I've been blacklisted. I don't like it. Nice, nice. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. He's on. Yeah. That was a good interview. All right. Cody Slane, once again, thanks for taking the time to do that with us. 
Of course, thanks for everybody for listening to this. Great dude, like you said, full of attitude, full of, uh, you know, kind of like our last interview with Jamie Welch. He's a, he'll tell you what's on his mind, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I gotta love it. Yeah. Like I said earlier, check out Blackwater Rebellion, Facebook, check them out on Reverb Nation. Same with Scorned, they're on both of them. Follow these guys, listen to their music, support these guys. Also remind you to go to KMOD.com, click on that link for the Battle of the Bands for Rocklahoma, vote for Blackwater Rebellion. And I think you can do it as many times as you want. So yes. vote for Blackwater Rebellion 287 times tonight <laughs> and do it again tomorrow. That's right. Right. If this is your first time listening to us, we've got 46 other episodes. We've got stuff from other area musicians like Severmind and... Uh, let me think. Driver, Rocket Science. Dave Cantrell. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oklahoma Braze. Oh, yes. Uh, Forever and Disgust and Smoke Offering. <clears throat> Definitely, yeah. Both those bands. We've got one coming up in just a few days with all the members of Screaming Red Mutiny. That's going to be a good one. This yes. is a, this is awesome. Yeah, which is, of course, kind of like a, a super group of area musicians that are all from known bands. And... We've also had stuff with national guys from bands like Drowning Pool, Sons of Texas, Miss May I, Warrant, Europe, Crowbar, The Obsessed, Down. Battlecross. Battlecross. You said it. Go check uh, all these out. And and, and I think next week we got a punk rock one coming up with Lenny Lashley. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes, and speaking of that, Cody mentioned in the interview... That he was in Madewell for a bit. That's right. That's right. And on this punk rock, we'll just say it because we're doing it on this punk yeah, rock episode. It. We're playing a Madewell song. so It's going to be awesome. If you dig punk or even if you don't, I would like you to listen. Yes. <laughs> After this, you will dig punk if you don't already. Right. All right. SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder Dash Underground is where all the previous podcasts are. Follow us on there so you always get alert when one comes up. Follow us on Facebook. We always post them there, as well as Twitter, which is T-H-N-D-R-U-N-D-R Ground. We're on Instagram, Periscope, and YouTube as well. That's right. That's right. And I had one more thing. All right. I want to put you on the spot. <laughs> have you listened to all of Anvil yet? No, I have not. You motherfucker. You're in <laughs> trouble. You're in trouble. I will do that before the next episode. That's right. I'm, I'm holding you to that. All right. Check out Anvil. <laughs> Anvil is Anvil, right? The new record. We're yeah. going to talk about it. Until next time. Until next time.